Greetings and Suilaid Alindali. Al friends, you are listening to KUCI in Irvine 88.9 FM, Orange County's alternative radio station and quite possibly the best radio station in the history of Middle Earth. Welcome to What Would Arwen Do? Broadcasting from UC Irvine, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. I am Tani Tanuvio, the resident KUCI Middle Earth elf. Welcome and my govanin to everyone listening, whether you are joining us live or online, and to my enduring and charming Hobbit co-host. Milo Loam's down at your service, Elf Princess, calling in from an adventure. <laughs> you know, these donkey carts just can't be controlled. They will drop <laughs> wheels. But I, I would like to welcome all of our many listeners live at 88.9 FM, Irvine. Love to welcome our, especially our listeners on the Internet, of which we have an international listenership, don't we, Elf Princess? Indeed we at do. KUCI.org is is broadcasting on the Internet 24 by 7 and has been for many years. And also welcome to our, our friends listening via podcast. We are available at KUCITalk.org and also at the iTunes store. In either case, it's a free download. If you'd like to get us from iTunes onto your iPod or iPad, then you can just go to the iTunes store and search on Arwen, A-R-W-E-N, and we are one of the results in the search under the podcast category. And welcome to everyone, and happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. This is February, the month of love, and I always like to remind people, we have some wonderful things planned for the show today, but just to remind everyone that um, Valentine's Day in the month of love isn't only about romantic love, it's about love in all of its wonderful forms. Sometimes that comes to us in the form of romantic love, but how much abundance of love is there in our lives that comes to us from other means, from our families, from our communities, our friends, from the trees and the moon and the sun and the stars. There's just so many ways to celebrate love in life. So, uh, yeah, it is Valentine's Day. And to those of you out there who do have something special planned with a sweetheart, Congratulations. <laughs> and for those of us who aren't doing that but are enjoying loves in, love in other ways, like I am very excited because after the show today, my dear Hobbit, I'm going to be engaging in something I love with someone I love, and that is yoga. I'm a, oh, my gosh. I and know. I am so envious. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to ring off now. But listeners, you are in for a very, very unique treat on the show today. Elf Princess, how I wish I could be there, but I will be listening to the podcast as well. <laughs> okay, so that means that we will have to postpone the movie report till next week, right? I'm sorry, Elf Princess, but it's true. When the darn donkey cart breaks down, here comes the fix-it man. I've got to, I've got to hang up on you. No and, problem. And and wish that I was there with your fabulous in-studio guest. Oh my gosh! Well, we w- deep respects to her. Okay. Well, we will. Uh, we will. We will. I will look forward to hearing a good report on the fixing of the donkey cart. Next week there will be a tremendous adventure <laughs> report. <laughs> okay, my dear friend. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. See you. Bye. Bye. 
Um, that is Milo Lomestown, my charming and enduring Hobbit co-host, who uh, was going to be calling in, I believe, from home because he had uh, some movie news and other things to share with us today. But apparently, as he mentioned, his donkey cart has uh, uh, busted a wheel somewhere, and he was waiting for the um, for the fix-it people who showed up. So the, that's good news. In case you are tuning in for the very first time, you may be wondering what in the world this show is all about. Well, if a Middle Earth elf lived today <clears throat> in Southern California, in Irvine, to be more precise, what might her life look like? How would she, as a modern elf, celebrate and support the arts, music, her community, and the preservation of Earth, its beauty, resources, and creatures? Things the elves care deeply about. Some people like to ask, what would Jesus do? And that is a very good question. But on this program, when challenges in life arise, or as the wizard Gandalf said to Frodo, questions, questions that need answering, we like to ask, what would Arwen do? Who was Arwen, you may be wondering? In J.R.R. Tolkien's Mythology of Middle-Earth, Arwen was an elf princess, the daughter of Elrond, a prince among elves and the lord of Rivendell, a magical place of healing lore and wisdom, perhaps not unlike the community here at UC Irvine. Arwen embodied the archetype of a true princess of the light, a beloved daughter of the universe, like all the women of this fair celestial home called Earth, or an elvish Arda. I believe Arwen understood the principle of noblesse oblige, with great privilege comes responsibility. In her we see courage, wisdom, beauty, a sense of humor and gaiety, and service to others. In Tolkien and the Lord of the Rings, A Guide to Middle-Earth, Colin Durias wrote, In his invented mythology of Middle-Earth, Tolkien intended that his elves were an extended metaphor of a key aspect of human nature. This, quote, elven quality in human life was a central preoccupation of Tolkien's. Elves, like dwarves, hobbits, and the like, partially represent human beings. In Tolkien's mythology, elves represent what is high and noble in humans. In particular, they represent the arts in their highest form, work done in the image of God and His created world. So, I hope that uh, you are having a wonderful uh, Valentine's Day. I am going to be having a guest in studio today. She, uh, she should be coming along shortly. Her name is Colette Aubrey. She is an amazing singer. She's bringing her harmonium. I mentioned to Milo there that um, one of the ways that I was celebrating love this Valentine's Day is uh, going to yoga. I am a yoga teacher myself. I'm not currently teaching any public classes. But I love yoga. I believe the elves were doing yoga before it was called yoga. And uh, so tonight um, I will be going with her to her classes that she teaches and getting to do back-to-back yoga classes tonight. So I'm going to be celebrating love because I get to go with and be with one of my favorite teachers and loving myself by doing something wonderful and good for myself by taking yoga. And so I hope that you are finding a way to celebrate love today, whether it's just taking some time for yourself. I think sometimes when we have not been with a partner for a while, there is a temptation to be kind of sad on a day like this. 
um, because we, you know, we enjoy companionship and we, many of us enjoy romance too and the things that go along with that. But there are seasons in life when that's just not present. And uh, that, I believe that that gives us opportunities to celebrate other types of love. So I'm hoping that uh, those of you listening are finding some way to celebrate love in your life even if there's not that romantic person. Now, uh, in J.R.R. Tolkien's world, there was uh, wonderful stories of romance, and my guest is here. I'm so excited. Uh, Some of you may be familiar with Colette's music. She actually is the one who I'm always talking about, um, because here at KUCI, we do not play any mainstream music. It's all alternative music. And we love the fact that there are lots of people out there that are have made their way in the music industry and life is good and they're getting royalties and getting uh, gigs and they're getting played on the mainstream uh, radio airwaves. But there's also a lot of people out there contributing to the world of art and music that um, most people don't know about yet. And so that's what we're all about here at KUCI, introducing you to music and to people public affairs programs that you may not have ever heard from before. And so Colette is uh, recorded a version of Into the West for uh, me back when I first started the show over six years ago and uh, wasn't going to be playing any Linux. And I love this. In fact, I'm going to play just a little teaser from it. Um, I want to make an announcement. Um, again, uh, well, before I get too much further, I do want to say hello because uh, with the Hobbit being in his uh, donkey cart and off-site, I got a little sidetracked from saying a special hello to any of my friends in, or guests who may be listening, especially those that might be listening in from theonering.com, Torque, um, listening up from uh, Washington or Canada or the East Coast, and... Also, anyone who might be listening live or online here in Southern California, KUCI also is broadcasting through the Internet. You can listen through our site at KUCI.org and also through iTunes. So, And we will be up on podcast uh, within a day or two with this show. So before I get into the wonderful fun part of the show today with Colette... I wanted to make an announcement about, um, where's my papers, about a guest, I'm going to, two guests actually, I'm going to be having next week, because I'm really excited, this uh, February, we're really getting to celebrate music, and my guests next week are going to be the band Emma's Revolution, and they are they have a new CD that's just come out called Revolutions Per Minute and they're going to be having a CD release party <clears throat> coming up on March 3rd and <clears throat> up in Anaheim and they have sent me um we're going to be interviewing them Pat and Sandy next week and this is really socially conscious music there you know there's it's music with a message and i looked at their new CD and um, 
uh, one, just a little clip here from uh, some of their materials. It says, with revolutions per minute, Evel- Emma's revolution creates an electrifying soundscape of their characteristically rousing and soulful songs of social conscience in settings from intimate acoustic to full-on funk. And you'll get to hear more about this amazing group next week. But they have one. I thought, well, I wonder if there's anything on this new CD that I could play for um, Valentine's Day. And lo and behold, there was. It's actually a track from their new CD, Emma's Revolution, and it's called Love Is. And I thought, oh, this seems so elvish. Um, I could imagine Aragorn or Arwen dedicating this song to the other one. So here's Emma's Revolution. I hope you'll come back next week. We'll be interviewing the band, playing some more of their music, and we'll have some very fun, amazing giveaways to share with you next week. So that's going to be next week right here on What Would Arwen Do? That'll be February 21st. We'll be interviewing the band that is Emma's Revolution. And here's a little teaser from their new CD uh, with the CD release party coming up March 3rd. Here's Emma's Revolution. This is KUCI in Irvine. music from Emma's Revolution. The band will be, we will be interviewing the band next week. We'll have some amazing giveaways to share with you listeners. So I hope you'll come back next Tuesday, February 21st. And as I mentioned, they are going to be doing a CD release party March 3rd, Saturday, March 3rd at 7.30 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Church in Anaheim. So uh, if you want more information, you can check out, uh, go to you can go to brownpapertickets.com or you can send me an e- email <laughs> and I will and I will tell you it's askanelf at yahoo.com A-S-K-A-N-E-L-F askanelf at yahoo.com and we'll hear more from Emma's Revolution next week. I love their little tagline. Uh, I get Apparently the band is kind of named um, inspired by Emma Goldman whose quote is who said if I can't dance I don't want to be part of your revolution (laughs) so now we're going to do a little transition in case you just tuned in this is KUCI in Irvine I am Tani Tanuviel the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf and this is what would Arwen do on every Tuesday my Hobbit co-host is not in studio today he, uh, his donkey cart broke down, <laughs> meaning his, his car broke down. But with me in studio and laughing there in the background is my charming, darling friend, Colette Aubrey. And I am so, I feel so excited and so amazed and so privileged to have you here today. Please say hello. Hello. <laughs> 
I just thought that was so funny. I was in the car, and actually, I was outside, standing outside. No, I kept knocking. Nobody heard me, and it was so funny. So I was out there listening, and I kept thinking to myself, "Donkey cart? What is he talking about?" You know, because I was kind of in between the car and here. Right. It was so funny, and just when you told me that, I thought to myself, "Oh my goodness, there's somebody out there that you know calls his car a donkey cart." I just I well, love it. we stay in character on the show, on the show, and off the show. I love it. So you know, I, I I'm, I'm an elf whether I'm here, whether I'm at Trader Joe's, whether I'm teaching yoga, I'm, I'm still an elf. I often think about you anytime <laughs> I see anything that's elvish. Well, you're pretty elvish my too, my Aww. friend, and I want to thank you so much for bringing in, I wish that... Um, I mean, I'm never, I never want to be on television because I love radio. I love the mm. medium of radio because you can talk to people and, you know, they, they don't have to see you. They, <laughs> you know, it's just voice to voice, your per, your, the essence and energy of your person out there. Um, but there are times when I wish that they could see, you know, and today is one of those <laughs> days I wish that they could see beautiful you. Oh, you're so cute. Sitting here and also with this amazing, amazing harmonium that you have brought in <laughs> to share your music with us because if if nobody's ever had a chance to go how do where would people i mean other than yoga classes where would do people really go and get to hear music from a harmonium that has such an amazing vibration to it maybe buddhist uh temples really I, I don't know how many monks play harmoniums but i would think maybe you might be able to find something like that any kind of spiritual center or yeah you probably if you googled it you know, it's just such a beautiful it. instrument. It really is. It's becoming more and more popular, and you know, especially within the yoga community, it's right. quite. It's it's really cute. I love it. You know, I'm I'm happy to see it. I'm happy that more people are embracing the practice um, because it, it's it does become a very spiritual practice. Well, I would like for you to share because some people may be wondering, well, what's all this talk about yoga and harmoniums? And um, <laughs> I did share a little bit earlier that you are the voice behind. The into the West that I love to play for the show, but you you are just a singer in in your own right. I love that you are an amazing yoga teacher, but your your soul is music. Yeah, I love singing. I know, and I'm not a musician. That's the thing. That's the challenge for me. But. But I but I love to sing. Yeah. So, yeah. But you, you know. but you do but you do I mean like you've learned how to play the harmonium. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more to, to it than <laughs> than what I play. You know what I found out is that there's you know different ways of playing it. You can play it staccato, which is kind of more like you know going back and forth through the different uh, chords and um, so forth. And or you can play it legato, which is you just stay in those stagnants drone. So uh-huh. I tend to be more legato because um, I'm still learning. So. <laughs> Your voice easier. is your instrument. Like, yeah, I think that you that, know, that's what I, that's thing, what carries me. Right. I think so. So you can you can intuitively play what you need to play on the harmonium, but your your voice is your instrument. Yeah, I have and to. so you know how many <laughs> instruments at a time can a person really manage? I, you know, it's so funny is that that's 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 a really I mean, funny thing. My husband recently just uh, hi Jay, hi Bodie. Uh, he, he just recently got a um, the neck holder for a harmonica, and so oh, uh, because he plays oh, he plays guitar right. and harmonica, so it's so funny because. Because he's almost becoming like a one-man band. <laughs> so I know he plays. Uh, how many instruments does this guy? Um, he plays the didgeridoo also. Yeah, he's so talented. It blows my mind. The didgeridoo, the uh, dotar, uh, the harmonica, the guitar, uh, drums, the cajon. You know. Doesn't he do some keyboard stuff too? A little bit of keyboard, not too much. He uh, he he's he's better with wind instruments. Yeah. That's his thing. He's you know? Vata. Yeah. Oh yeah. Much. He's an air <laughs> air sign definitely. You know. And the thing of it is, is that uh, you know, even though he's okay at percussions, he's much much better at. Uh, 
wind instruments. So we'll oh. leave it at that. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll leave it on, oh, okay. on a positive note with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know it's it, hard to drum. I you know? see. I'm the I'm the rhythm person. I love the drumming. Yeah. In fact, if I one of these days when you know. I took some drumming less, a couple of drum lessons up at one of the uh, things, and I it was like a it was like a spiritual high for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was so in the zone, and I was just in the, it was just like this little closet, this little booth where I, <laughs> I had was practicing what my teacher had given me, and I was in there. And literally, when I came out, I had to like just go sit down because I felt like I was like in a different plane oh, yeah, or like something. Trancy. Yeah, yeah, I had to yeah. I had to like come down to the yeah. earth after just an hour of practicing the drums. Isn't that funny? So yeah, and yeah. I mean and I and I've done that, you know, drum circles cuz I have a djembe drum and you know so so for me the the percussion thing is really, you know, is the thing I love it. I do okay for a little bit, but then I lose my rhythm and then uh, I get off beat because my mind wanders too yeah. much. Yeah, I get yeah. just lost in it. I That's what's kind of nice about the harmonium. You can kind of just get lost, <laughs> and you don't have to worry too much about staying on count. Right. You know, on beat in a sense, you know. So yeah. I'm, a, count with you. I'm, a, I'm a lazy musician. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> so, Colette, my dear friend, you, so you're going to be sharing some music with us today, you promise. Yeah. But before we get into that, I'm so excited that we have literally a, like a half an hour. I know. I, it's just amazing that we're going to get to have you here for a half an Yay. hour. Um, but you have uh, some history with KUCI. I do. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about, because um, you had a show here. I and, did. And that what was, was it? what? That was 2006 to... Don't two- tell me it was that long yes, ago. Yes, it was 2006 no. or 2007. Had to be... To, it would, uh, and I had it for well, about two and a half years. Yeah, even oh then. So, And it was Yogi World with Coco B&J. I loved my yoga show. I and loved so, your yoga yeah, show, too. You I need to bring it. it back. I'd really love to have a show here again. It's, yes. It's a great, um, it's a great, you know, avenue to, you know, talk about something different. And I love yoga. Yoga's completely changed my life. You know, what's funny is that um, I told myself because I just recently had a little boy. I uh, know. Yay! Congratulations, the little princeling, <laughs> little princeling Bodie Dean. Yes, oh yes. my gosh, just he was born just a few days before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, yeah, the twentieth, the twentieth of November. I can't believe. It. I mean, I remember when you and Jason were saying, you know, we think we're ready to start a family. I know. And, and I'm and in the back of my, I have to be honest in the back of my mind I'm thinking yeah like as You're if right. it's that easy no because I mean especially because you know I worked at this acupuncture clinic for uh-huh. quite a while and it was interesting because some of the major clients that we got in were women who were in their you know like a little older like in their 30s or whatever and deciding what you oh saying? you know they're no but they were ready you know they had their yeah. careers and stuff but they were ready to start a family and then they were finding that it wasn't so easy yeah. to get pregnant as they thought not at all and uh, so I was thinking oh I hope but it's like boing. well you know what's funny about that is that i i really didn't think that it would i thought it was going to take a long time i thought maybe one to two years it would take you know so really? i wasn't oh yeah and i wasn't in any rush so i was just right. like who cares you know yeah, well, we're just ready now you know whatever happens. yeah if it happens it happens if it doesn't happen then it's not meant to be that's you know? probably why it happened and yeah that's that's a funny thing about that is that uh so then within five months yeah i got pregnant so it was pretty fast actually uh, well little Bodie dean was up there in in the non-physical realm yeah. going uh, those are my parents those are my parents it's like come on you guys oh get with gosh. the program because i'm ready to come down and manifest uh, and you're the ones i want to be with and he's so, so it's cool he, so he's finally like yes they finally said yes That's so, <laughs> so yeah. and here he is he and he is like a little he's just like a little angel yeah he's it's I mean, really i know cool. everybody likes to say that about babies but yeah i see, do, I see but quite I see a few babies and some babies are just 
I mean, they're lovely little magnificent beings, but they don't have this ethereal quality about them. Well, that's just like with anybody, though. When you yeah. kind of walk around and you connect with certain people, then right. you don't necessarily connect with other people. I mean, right. same with babies. So I would, you know, I mean, either connect with them or you don't. That's right. funny, though. But yeah, so with having this child, I've kind of, and it's funny, after talking to different parents, I've realized that other people do the same thing, too, is that I've realized that I want to start doing things that I wouldn't necessarily have done before, that I wouldn't right. necessarily have tried to do. Um, and I think it makes me realize about my own mortality and um, that I won't be here forever you know it's like I sit here and I look at this piece of you know this this instrument this harmonium and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous and stuff but it will outlive me essentially (laughs) right so um, you know with that kind of thought you know you kind of realize whoa then it kind of makes you realize like what your reality is and so forth and you keep you know it's almost like you're on this and how fast the years go by it's like you know for when you, you know when it's if you keep putting things off it's like you can keep, kind of keep putting it off and then all of a sudden it's like oh now kind of the window is past mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah and um so it's I'm, crazy though how fast life goes by because you know i mean it's it's amazing just how quick i mean even when i think about how long it, it's been since i've had a radio show here you know that's a lot of time that's passed so i don't um, think it had been that long but you yeah. know and it is kind of funny when i stop and think about it because that was we were both kind of new in the whole yoga oh, yeah. community we had been taking classes and yeah. we both had taken the teacher training and we were both kind Fresh of excited of yes excited about doing some teaching and um but I, I felt like I didn't really know what I was doing, you know, even when I started teaching. Me neither. When I took my teacher training, I had only taken like maybe 12 classes. So I, it wasn't like I'd been oh, practicing yeah, you barely for years. Did anything, yeah. And I was never intending actually to teach, but the universe mm-hmm. had other ideas yeah. in mind and said, you need to come over here. You need to come. And, and I loved doing it. But it was just—it's amazing that that was so long ago. I know, isn't that crazy how yeah. time flies? So yeah. Yogi World needs to come back. Yeah, I would love to. Hopefully, you know, if there's an opportunity. Because now you've had opens. a time too to kind of be immersed in the world. You've finished your just to let people know <clears throat> that you're not just any yoga teacher. You know, you actually okay. are. Well, no, you've 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 taken your second certification, mm-hmm. so you're now a 500 hour mm-hmm. uh, RYT, and you've been teaching for f- several years now, yeah. and you. Who would have thought? Yeah. And it's like, you, just think of what you could share with people, you know, about the world of yoga. And yeah. one, I love yoga because I think the wonderful thing I think about yoga is that it's so adaptable. Yes. You know, there are some with people anything. that tend to say, oh, well, it's just this or that's real yoga. No. Yoga, you know, started in India. But the fact is that... As with anything, things evolve over time. And what we do here in America, I think it's actually fascinating that we've taken this science of movement and breathing and everything that started in India, and we've brought it to America, and we use it for so many, you know, people, athletes use it to get stronger, Mm -hmm. people use it to get calmer, people use it just to get more flexible, I mean, yoga the benefits is just, are just amazing. Yeah, there's so many benefits that nobody can really say anything that, you know, there's there's nothing really negative I can say about yoga right. at all. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, it's it's something that's for everybody. Right. Because it can be so well adapted. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can, can do it in your office. Can you can incorporate do it, in it into bed. anything. Can, yes. Yeah, anything. Anything. And, and now you're teaching prenatal yoga. I am. I love it. It's so, so tell rewarding. us a little bit about that because people are going, oh, prenatal yoga. How does yoga help someone who's getting ready to have a baby? 
Well, you know, the thing of it that Does is... Does it help them stay calmer? I would, I would hope so. I would hope so. I think that because of yoga, I remained a lot more calm, you know. Because uh, you having, had quite a, a little surprises yeah, when it came time. you know, that's the thing about modern uh, medicine is that, you know, when they want you to have the baby, they're, you know, they're always so quick to, to uh, you know, break your water. And that, and that you know, it kind of just creates a whole, you know, cascade of yeah, cascading effect of, you know, what things could happen. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, so he had to come out C-section, which isn't what I planned, which is non-yogic in so many. And that's the hard thing is that what I've realized is that in the yoga community, there, there's so much emphasis put on the natural birth. You know, you can breathe them out with no drugs. And it's, you know, yes, I think that for a lot of women, it can be done. And there's a lot of women that do do it. There's a lot of women that need to have that kind of uh, medication because they can't do it. Right. Um, and there's a reason why that there's C-sections out there. And I realize that now, you know, and right. it's hard because I, even though I would have liked to have a natural birth, it wasn't really necessarily the way that he was supposed to come into the world then. Right. You know, so I just well, had to go with the flow. That's and, what yoga taught me. And go with yeah, the flow. yeah, that's the go, whole thing. It's go. like you can have a plan, but things, you know, how many times in life do things not exactly work out according to the plan? So Pretty it's like much almost all the time in a lot so, of ways. Yeah. So you just kind of go, okay, let's switch to, let's make a plan yeah. B. Well, you can always like almost set an intention and have a plan. And then a lot of times what will happen is that you'll get what you wanted. It'll just come in a much different Different way, way. (laughs) much different way. So you'll got it. You've got exactly what you asked for. Right. You've got this darling little boy. Yeah. It's just that you, it's going to come, you know, a lot of times it manifests in the way that it needs to manifest rather than the way you want it to manifest. And that's one of the things I think that yoga helps us to with um, going with the flow and, and, and being able to adapt with change. You know, yeah. when when and to release the world from our expectations of how we think things ought to be. Sometimes it doesn't go the way we expect it to, and it's like yoga's like, okay, let's time to take a deep breath. Well, just have and fun. Just go, yeah, and sometimes say, okay. I think life is taken so seriously. We're so serious. We really are, and especially if you've been brought up, or if you're in a you know in a bad situation, maybe you just don't have enough money. Maybe you know you you're in an abusive relationship. Maybe you've had a bad childhood. Whatever it could be, there's a lot of things that can bring you down in this world there really is but in the big picture of it you know when you start getting around happy people or happier people you start to realize that wait a minute i'm really supposed to be happy right now what's the deal with all this happiness i'd like to have more of that please you know and i think that yoga will you know for me personally my own experience is that it made me more aware of what i was thinking what i was doing how i was feeling how i was treating myself Um, how I felt about myself, just more aware of my own being in the world and, you know, my own, what what did I want, you know? And it's still, it's a struggle. Because you have some, when you're in yoga, you you have to get, you have to get still. You have to be present, you know, because you're in this room and there you are. You can't go running off and do the laundry or go shopping or something. You're there. Um, I want us to get into some music. Oh, okay. Um, It is, you are listening to KUCI. I am Tani Chinuviel. This is... Colette Aubrey. And Colette, could you just real quick get, give some contact information if anybody wants to check out some of your music or see, find out what's going on with you? Do you oh, have a yeah. website or something I like do. That? You can go to ColetteAubrey.com and it's C-O-L-E-T-T-E-A-U-B-R-E-Y.com. So Colette with one L. With two one T's. L, two T's, yes. And you know, it's funny is that Aubrey, if I'm not mistaken, when I Googled it, it means like the the princess of elves or something like that. The princess I'll, of elves? Yeah, I'll, I'll Google oh it right gosh. now. I'll Google it. Oh, I need to adopt your last name. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my middle name, my middle name. Yeah. yeah. 
So anyway, yeah. So about about music. About what do you want to know? Well, I want to I want to hear some music. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, do you want to do you want me to tell everybody Did what you, what is kirtan? Yes. So one of the things that you do is is something that's called kirtan, mm-hmm. which I will also let people know in case they're listening or maybe who you never know who's looking for what. But you actually ha- t- teach kirtan in uh, yoga teacher trainings. So that is a, you know in addition to being a singer and a kirtan leader, um, you also teach or I have. T- qualified to teach other people how to do this beautiful thing called kirtan. So what's kirtan? Well, uh, basically, well, I guess the best way you could say it, hang on, I'll give you the exact, I wanted to be exact with the definition so that I wasn't... uh, This is not Webster, but this is... Well, so that I wasn't misquoted because, you know, the thing about it is that sometimes, um, hang on, I just had it and I was looking up Google to see if I could find... you know, what the Aubrey meant. But hang on real quick. It's going back to that page. Oh. But I just want to give the exact thing because I didn't want to say it incorrectly because, right. you know, we are on the radio. So, Kirtan is a form of devotional chanting whose roots go back over 500 years to India. And it's a form of bhakti yoga, which is yoga of devotion. Yeah. And it has the power to open the heart. The singing is accompanied by musical instruments, anything rhythmic drumming, and the audience is encouraged to participate by chanting, clapping, and dancing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, usually you can can't really resist the you know to join in the thing about that i that i've noticed about chanting and singing and stuff when somebody is brand new to, to chanting is that if they don't know what what the chant is about a lot of the times that will be very discouraging to people mm-hmm. so i think it's important that as a kirtan singer that you know like a i'm a western singer trying mm-hmm. to take my western approach and and into an in you know into an eastern approach right. um that it's important that i kind of tell them what the chant is about well i think i appreciate that because yeah. when i first started going to yoga classes i wasn't going to just sit in a room and repeat something if i didn't know what i was saying you know yeah and, I and mean, that's happened just to me too weird yeah you know? and that happened in the beginning with me yeah. you know i went to we we went to yoga journal conference together remember, yes. in San Francisco. oh by the way there's one in san diego this year for the first time <gasps> in july so we'll have um, to check that out yeah we'll have to get on top of that uh, because i absolutely love yoga journal i know um, I if anybody too. has a chance to go to that conference it's you know it it's be amazing yeah. so um anyway but um the thing of it is is that that you know that first time i went and uh, we saw jaya tall who is a very very famous you know kirtan singer um he's been doing it for years and he's a grammy nominated you know uh, singer or songwriter and w- he was chanting it was just it was beautiful it was amazing but i didn't know what we were chanting about so i you didn't, didn't know what you were saying so i didn't want to chant yeah and so i was like i don't like this you know i mean there should have been something maybe on the back that said you know you know Da, 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 about whatever it was that we're right. chanting um, so that um, you know you're not so afraid of like what's going on you know is there someone a black spirit that's going to come around you know so what are we singing today well what do you want you want to hear something really mellow we'll did do, you choose something we'll do, for us? yeah we'll do I'll now sing. i know you have some songs because I, I was at one of your teacher training sessions mm-hmm. where you actually sang this song in sanskrit and mm-hmm. then you sang a, a an English version, which was kind of an interpretation of it. Yes. So I would you do some of that today? Yeah. So that's usually what I sing. So yes. I've kind of tried to take certain chants that um, 
uh, have different meanings and then kind of given like an English aspect or perspective of what I think the chant would be or whatever it could, you know, relates to in my head. Yes. So um, the funny thing about the first chant, though, um, Devakananda Gopala, is that I don't have any English words to that particular chant. For some reason, nothing came to me. So, uh, But do you know the literal translation of it? Oh, yeah. So, of course, of course. I wouldn't sing if I didn't know it. Um, So with this particular chant, it means let the different faiths exist, let them flourish, and let the glory of God be sung in all languages and in a variety of tunes. That should be the ideal. Respect the differences between the faiths and recognize them as valid as long as they do not extinguish the flame of unity. See, I'm I'm sure that Sanskrit came out of Elvish. <laughs> ah, I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So. Oh, so this is this is Colette Aubrey. She's getting her harmonium ready here, and she's going to be sharing some music with us. Please visit her website www.colettaubrey. C O L E T T E A U B R E Y. And if you're in your car, do not close your eyes right now, but maybe let this uh, let this beautiful music. Fill your heart on this Valentine's Day. This is KUCI in Irvine. That is so amazing. That is, I, you know, I, I just I get lost. Pretty, I mean, it's really hard. Out. It's actually really hard to do this here in studio, at least for me, because I just go, um, I, you know, I go astral projection <laughs> when you start singing and the harmonium starts playing. I go astral. I think it's the so. drone. 
it's the moon, I guess. You know what I mean? It's but yeah, because every in life, every, I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm one of those believers that everything is vibration. Oh yeah. And so it to me, it just gets us so connected with the vibration of life at such a primal kind of level, and uh, it's so it's amazing how fast music can take you. There. I have an you know? amazing story about that. So last night, um, a, a fellow yoga teacher comes over. His name is Simon, Simon Ballard. Oh, yeah. So he comes over. He brings his dad, who's here in town from England. And we're visiting. And so the baby is starting to be a little grumpy because he goes into his witching hour, is what we call it, the fussy <laughs> stage. And so it's about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And um, Simon had brought his flute over. Okay. So he's kind of, you know, baby's crying and Jay's holding the baby. And so Simon starts to play the flute. And Bodhi's eyes just kind of start to, like, wander. And he's like, where is that? You could kind of see the look on his face, like, where is that coming from? Where is that coming from? So he played, and it just completely stopped crying the whole time he was playing the flute. So then he stopped for a while. Then all of a sudden, Bodhi got a little fussy again. You know what I mean? So he started playing the flute again. He stopped crying again. Was in a complete, total daze. Stopped playing, started crying again. It, we did that three times just to make sure <laughs> yeah. we could not believe it. We were all sitting there in awe because of the power of music. Yes. And the thing is that, like with Bodhi, he's still pure. Oh, he's still yeah. pure. He's, he's, new, pure he's newly come from the non-physical realm, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So he is, uh, he's so much in tune, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like, really I mean, cool. and, but the thing is that for the rest of us, it's about learning to get, recapture, you know, because we all have that ability. To, to tune into that it's just yeah. our lives get so complex we get so full of you know our mind and our thoughts well, sometimes and all you don't want to think about certain things like right, that right you know? but you know but before you have all of these wonderful things called words and linguistics and the oh, yeah. and the ability for complex reasoning and all that before you're involved in all of those things you're just present everywhere you know Bodhi he's just yeah. present if his diaper needs to be changed he's present yeah. with that if he's hungry he's present with that if he's enjoying music he's present with that because he doesn't have all these other things that he's multitasking about having a baby does make you still though in the beginning mm. because it forces you to sit down and yes. feed him. It forces you. So it's not like, you, you know, I'm, I'm move, 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 move. I don't sit down very well. You know, it was yeah. very hard for me. Even my whole pregnancy, I didn't, I was moving furniture the, the night I went into labor. Uh, I'm not surprised. I've, I've been around when you've, when you've been moving furniture. <laughs> and you were teaching up to what, just like two weeks ago? Yeah, before. no, no. Uh, I was teaching. I taught, the last class I taught was the 15th and I had birth. I gave birth on the 20th, so five days. <laughs> yeah. Was that a prenatal class? No, uh, no, it was my Your my regular? my Tuesday night classes. Your Tuesday, yeah. Oh gosh! Yeah. In case you are interested yeah. in in finding out more about yoga, and you would like to come and be in the presence of this amazing woman oh, so that sweet. is sitting across from me, you teach over at Soul at Home, mm-hmm. and. Uh, in fact, she teaches on Tuesday nights. In fact, you took over my Tuesday night classes. I did. That, those were the classes that I taught on Tuesday night. And then I needed to take a break from teaching. And um, I won- I loved my students so much, I didn't I want to just entrust them to just anyone. So I was so happy that you were the one, you know, that I was able to recommend. And then it was a little bit of a transition. And then you, now you're taking over, uh, because the seventh... Is it still level one at six yeah. o'clock? So for people that are no seven 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 thirty five is level one, and then six o'clock is a beginning class. Okay, is it is it still like, like a candlelight? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a can, It's like yeah. a candlelight class. Yeah, we still I like love, candles. Yes, we have candles. You know what's so funny is that I have been teaching now there over there for about over two and a half years now. So That's been, how long I taught there when you took my classes oh, over. I know. 
Can you believe that? That, ah! mean, that means it has been five years. Oh, my gosh, how the time flies. Can, yeah. Well, I don't want us to run out of time. Can okay. you sing something else yeah. for us? And can you sing something, you know, that maybe is uh, some Sanskrit and also has some English? Because we have about five minutes. Let's see. Let's do, I'll do I'm Dreaming. Okay. So, Dreaming, this, 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 song? this particular song, which is the Sahanao Invocation. So, the Sahanao Invocation is actually um, an invocation that is taught between the teacher and the student oh. and so this was something that I learned in my in my first teacher training that I did um, and it's so funny because I think back at that time when I was learning the chant and how difficult it was for me and how I was like what am I saying and you know what I mean it's just, I it's remember this chant I, I love this chant too yeah. we would always sing it at the beginning of each of our classes when we met for you yeah. know for my teacher training yeah exactly so um, it's a great chant I love it um, but basically it means um, the, the words are Sahanao Vavatu Sahanao Bunaktu Saha Viriam, Karavavahai, Tejasvanau, Adhid Tamastu, Mavin Vasha Vahai. And it means, may he protect both of us, may he nourish both of us, may we both acquire the capacity to study and understand the scriptures, may our study be brilliant, and may we not argue with each other. Own peace, peace, peace. And I, can, peace, I think that's peace, interesting. Peace. Um, so my particular like um, perception of this song is who would be my biggest teacher? And I would think the biggest teacher that I have is God, mm-hmm. if you believe in God. So everybody has different perceptions of what Absolutely. they think. So I happen to believe in God. Um, and um, or at least it makes me feel a little bit safer to feel <laughs> that way. You know, mm-hmm. um, I still kind of don't know, you know, in that sense, you're like, oh, maybe Nobody there is, gets maybe to know isn't. on this side. Yeah, I know. That's true. Not for uh, sure. Maybe the elves know. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, so... And we're not telling. <laughs> ah, you're so funny. So anyway, so I just, you know, I was thinking about what it would be like on mm-hmm. the other side. Yes. Yeah, so that's what this song is. You are listening to QCI in Irvine. This is Colette Aubrey, www.colettaubrey.com. <laughs> Come and do yoga with us at Soul at Home.
Colette, thank you so very much for being here today. It I feel like I'm already in Shavasana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, I feel, and I haven't even done the yoga practice yet, and I'm already in Shavasana. Isn't that funny? It's amazing. It's bliss. Yeah, it's always different with um, with guitars and you know drums and stuff in the background, but still. But, you know, if anybody's interested, I will be playing. Um, there is a world music festival that will be happening in Joshua Tree on May 16th, 17th, and 18th. So um, I'll have more information about that on my website. And so, your website is? ColetteAubrey.com. So, yeah. And C-O-L-E-T-T-E-A-U-B-R-E-Y. There you go. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so today, much for having my me. My friend, Alin Salalumin Amentielvo, a star shines on the hour of our meeting. And we are going to continue to celebrate St. Valentine's Day and the month of love by going and sharing some love for ourselves and with others in yoga. I'm so excited I get to do back-to-back yoga classes tonight. (laughs) Three hours of yoga. Life is good. So for those of you who are uh, listening in, we will have this up on podcast. You can find podcasts on our website at KUCI.org. You can also find podcasts through iTunes. Search for Arwen, A-R-W-E-N. This is What Would Arwen Do? I am Tani Tanuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. That is going to wrap it up for today. Please stay tuned for the Blue and Gold Report and at 6 o'clock, the amazing Heather with Rachel Ray's cooking accident. This is KCI in Irvine, the best radio station in the history of Middle Earth.